1: The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised.
2: Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional. Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com.
0: I, I'm not starting today with a silly song. I've got one coming, but, I, but today needs a little bit of an introduction. So while we've been, you know, laser focused on the crazy politics over here, we have been sort of um, not paying much attention to what's going on over there. And by over there, I'm talking about, you know, in the UK where they have an odd um, situation. That's one way to put it. So, you know, there were parallels drawn between Donald Trump and Boris Johnson. Remember Boris Johnson? Out of sight, out of mind, right? Well, he did inexplicably rise to become prime minister. And then during the pandemic, I guess he just couldn't stop partying. And then he Lied about it and tried to cover it up. And you know what they say the cover up is worse than the crime. In this case, I guess it was. And this week, Boris Johnson resigned from Parliament. So he's no longer an MP, no longer a member of Parliament. So we're going to go across the pond and get a couple of takes on the news over there, just because, you know, anything to avoid talking about Trump, right? We'll get there. There's stuff. But, um, uh, you know, his evil uh, twin, or not necessarily, not more evil, his, his doppelganger, I guess, um, Boris Johnson is making news again. So we should check in with some of our favorite British correspondents. We'll start with an actual newsman. Well, a fake actual newsman. So, if you're not familiar with Jonathan Pie, you should be, because what he does are these videos. Now he's going out on tour apparently, but he does these videos where he's like a stand-up reporter out on the scene, and he always before he, you know, in between, you know, he does the the opening stand-up for the the TV station, whoever he's reporting for, and then while they're running the packaged piece. He goes on a bit of a rant, really, I guess, to the cameraman, because that's the only person who can hear him. And then you'll hear at the end where they throw back to him and he goes back into his reporter persona. So with that bit of an introduction, just to make sure we're all on the same page, uh, here's Jonathan Pye reporting on the exit of Boris Johnson.
3: The statement says that Johnson accepts that his attendance at one of the parties was unlawful, but he's not clear precisely how he committed an offence. Let's take a look. I mean, what, what does that even mean? Johnson accepts that his attendance at one of the parties was unlawful, but he is not clear precisely how he committed an offence. I mean, that's just, it's just fucking nonsense. And, and this is what the whole thing was always about, really. Not a slice of cake and a, a glass of bubbles. It has always been about determining whether Boris lied about it or if he is, in fact, just merely thick as fucking shit. Because it's one or the other. And it turns out he's just a fucking liar and possibly only just a bit thick. Hardly news is it he's a liar he always has been sacked from the times for making up quotes sacked from the front bench for lying about fucking someone behind his wife's back he lied to the queen he lied to us all about the practical benefits of brexit he was not repeatedly assured that no rules were broken that Uh didn't happen he lied he lied fucking news, wow. is it? But now it's official. Boris Johnson is a liar who Uh-oh. looks like a boiled sweet in a hoover bag. A <laughs> petulant child, happy to throw anyone in front of a bus because, let's not forget, he didn't just deliberately undermine parliament, no. he also has led a campaign of huh. abuse and attempted intimidation of the committee. So he's not just been done for lying, he's also been done for bullying. Intimidation. His punishment was harsh, not because he's a liar, but because he's also a massive bully, a self-pitying, conspiracy-theory-peddling, fact-averse, startled (laughs) pig-in-a-hay-bale of a bully, a person who got to the top by peddling lies Mm. and fantasies Mm -hmm. about regaining sovereignty of Parliament, but who, in fact, has done nothing but spray his foie gras-infused liquid shit (laughs) all over our constitution (laughs) and all over our parliamentary procedures. Procedures and therefore all over its sovereignty. And, and another lie of yeah. Boris's own yeah. making, uh. Boris wasn't pushed out of anywhere by no. anyone. He jumped. Yeah. No. The only people who can get rid of him are his constituents, the voter, and anyone who says otherwise is lying to you. So that makes him a liar a liar as well as a massive pussy who can't bear to face the electorate. If he was so sure of his innocence, maybe he'd have the balls. But he isn't, so he doesn't. He's a (laughs) coward, a (laughs) gaslighting bag of gas, masquerading as a tragic hero. He's not a victim, he has never been a victim. He is the master of his own destiny. And he knows he's toast for now, so he does what he always does, running off Mm. like a wounded balloon, throwing grenades at his own beloved party and writing columns shouting about being forced out of parliament by Harriet Harman. But it's not Harriet Harman, is it Boris? She didn't even get a vote on the committee. It was, in fact, a cross-party committee of mainly Tories who voted unanimously. They all agree, categorically, as one, en masse, that Boris Johnson is, quite frankly, a lying fucking cunt and a nasty (laughs) little bully of the highest order. Let it be placed in the record books. The King decrees this man is indeed forthwith to be known as a complete fucking lying... Thank you, Colin. <laughs> uh, during the evidence, Johnson also seems to oh, agree with the
0: committee's... Yes. Uh, Jonathan Pye, who's actually going out on tour, the live tour, Heroes and Villains tour, coming. So there's Jonathan Pye, a fake reporter, who is just oh so funny, with his take on Boris Johnson. So to answer the people in the chat room who were asking questions during his rant, um, Boris Johnson did resign a, a couple of months ago as prime minister, but he was still in parliament. He was still a member of parliament until yesterday when more news came out and said, he's been lying about everything. Thus, all the, he's a liar. He's a fucking liar from Jonathan Pye. So I thought I'd give you another take on, um, the end of, of, uh, Boris Johnson's reign, um, from our other favorite British, correspondence. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the Marsh family. They got into it too. Take it away, Marshes.
3: Farewell to old Johnson forever. Farewell to his pumpkin as well. Farewell to his well-known defaming, As he cuts and he runs and he sells. Singing you will lie, you will lie readily,
2: Singing you will lie every which way. Singing you will lie, you will lie probably, But you'll not be an MP today.
3: There's the taxes we pay for your slander. Take leaving all that's rich he cares about. Take cause he concealed what he knew. But because he's maligning a parliament. Cincinnati's file. He's come back by
0: soon and destroy Boris Johnson is not the messiah He's a naughty, rich, old, eaten
3: boy Oh, fuffing the wings that like Icarus Have soared for so long and so high
0: And like the promise written upon
3: a bus If the jelly can't really fly Now look now, out, you Tory conspirators, conspirators. What we've to say. Your bojo's no more than a busted flush. So just flush the busted away.
2: Singing you will lie, you will lie readily. See you will lie only which way. Singing you will lie, you will lie properly. But you're not being a day today.
0: Oh, they're done. I- <laughs> Of the oh, my oh they're not done yet one of the funnest parts of these Marsh family <clears throat> videos excuse me are at the end when they're like they realize they made through the they got through the song without any mistakes in their reaction but we need people like that we need a, our own Jonathan Pie. And our own Marsh family over here. Uh, You lie, you lie regularly. (laughs) We'd have to make it more Americanized, the lyrics. But, oh my God, that would work for... Do they have a Trumpian version of the song? I hope they do. We could adapt it. We we need that. Anyway, uh, I thought we would give some equal time to Britain and uh, the saga of Boris Johnson. Now they're rid of him. We're not rid of our Johnson yet. Unfortunately, hopefully soon enough, but not, not, not quite yet. So, hi, happy Thursday. Um, <laughs> Howie Klein will be along in a little bit, and there's lots to talk to him about. Um, I got to tell you the weirdest thing that happened yesterday. So, it actually happened the night before last, but yesterday, you know, um, I, I did a rundown of the day's news and then I shared with you this interview. Yes, we do have Randy Rainbow, but but it's not specific like this. Anyway, sorry. If you see me cringing, it's because I am in pain. So... So yesterday I did the show, we we caught up on the news, and then I brought out this Melissa Etheridge interview that I had done about a month ago for this other project I'm working on, Women Who Rock. And it was such a great interview and it was getting old. And so I wanted to at least air it here because Women Who Rock is not really going to launch for another uh, month or two or whatever. Um, And so I'm listening back to it and we, you know, I we we taped it. It was the end of April, and I got it all together. And I hadn't listened to it since. I just knew I was going to play it yesterday. And I'm listening, and I'm talking. We're talking about CBD and and medical marijuana. And because Melissa actually has a business, it's Etheridge Organics, I think it's called, and they sell CBD products. And she's very much into. She's into the research for psychedelics and their, um, helpful effect on mental health. I'll talk a little bit bit about that more in a moment, but we're we're talking about CBD. And I said, you know, um, I I'm amazed at the, um, the medicinal value. And I said, I had fractured a couple of ribs some months ago. And the only thing that gave me relief was the CBD. And it, it was surprising to me, um, But it did. And I'm listening to it and going, I need some more of that CBD because I did it again. Now, I guess this is telling me I need to get on one of those bone strengthening medications because I'm a woman of a certain age who actually aged faster because I went through menopause really young. I mean, really, I was 37. So my bones are more brittle than most. But I got to tell you, I um I I was in the living room. I was working on some art thing and I needed something that was far away and rather than getting up to walk over to pick it up, I leaned. And I leaned like I stretched out leaned and that shouldn't that shouldn't do anything except I heard a pop like a loud pop and had excruciating pain on my right side rib cage I did it again I I and I I did honestly this time I didn't even go to get an x-ray because the last time they did the x-ray and said yeah you've got a you've got a fracture on two two ribs I know what it feels like the reason I didn't go this time is because they, the last time they said well there's really nothing we can do about it you just have to rest and let it heal so i um i didn't go to the doctor yet but i did make an appointment with my primary care to get me on one of those you know boniva kind of drugs you know i try not to take drugs the the, the, the pharmaceutical you know, big pharma type drugs if I don't have to. But I think this is telling me, yeah, I have to. So, anyway, I'm in pain. So, if you see me cringe, and again, I was yesterday too, and I just tried to hide it. And that's why I also, you know, sort of cheated and, and played a pre recorded interview because I just couldn't get through. So, anyway, um, th- I know, right? Gloria says, be careful, a lower spine fracture is no fun. Well, thankfully, this is my right rib. You know, and so, yes, I'm going to be very careful and I'm going to get on that medication. And damn, getting old sucks. But it's also, you know, it beats the alternative. No, and I can't. When I laugh, it hurts. If I cough, it hurts. It hurt. Fractured, cracked ribs really hurts. Just a public service announcement. And yes, it is all our medical system offers is drugs. So I have, my whole side is taped up because David is a um, an expert on kinesiology tape, because his whole body is a mess from you know too many sports when he was younger. Um, so I've got that on. I've got <laughs> I've got uh, uh, cannabis cream on it, and I and I've taken a whole bunch of CBD, but the kind that I had last time we can't find. So the 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 the, the um the dispensary is out. So I'm taking different CBD which is, is working a little bit, but not as much as I would hope. Not as much as the, the one last time did. So anyway, long, long road to get here. But so, you know, if you see me cringing or making a weird face, if you're watching on video, that's why, no, I know, uh, right? Colonello says, don't sneeze. Tell me about it. Everything hurts. There's really nothing I can do. And yes, you're right. Our, our U.S., system of medicine here, all they want to do is, um, is give you drugs. You know, while I'm complaining about things, let me say a few words about FedEx. So, um, FedEx was supposed to deliver something to me yesterday. It, it said it was going to be delivered between 10.30 and 2.30 or thereabouts, well, 2.30 comes. It's not here yet. And it says it'll be delivered by the end of business, and end of the day on June 14th. Well, the end of the day came and the package didn't. So this morning, I get text messages again. Your package is on the way. It'll be delivered between 10.30 and 2.30. Nope. Uh, 2.30 came. It's not here yet. It is now 5, what time is it? 5.17 it's still not here. And um, so uh, I, I here I got I, at 8.10 a.m., 8.10 a.m., I get a text from FedEx. Your package is out for delivery today, 6.15, estimated between 10.50 a.m. and 2.50 p.m. Reply help for help and stop to ca- I sh- I should I'm going to reply help help because it's not here yet it's still not here yet and when I go to the tracking it says oh it'll be delivered by the end of the day here's the thing it's dog food so um there is a a company there are a few companies that do this fresh dog food and I have a a finicky dog yes Jackson is <laughs> he's a nut he is a nut and it, half the time he won't eat put the food down, he won't eat. If I spoon feed him, he'll eat, but I try not to spoon feed him because David says I spoil him. Me? Spoil? Anyway, but he doesn't eat. We already have him on this food that is, um, you know, for finicky eaters. I, it's the, I forget the name of it, but it's something like that for finicky eaters. So I gotta, you know, I do commercials for, for products on this show that I, that I feel good about. Right. So, um, uh, I was I was offered uh, this company called Nom Nom, which I've heard about. It's supposed to be really good, and they do fresh, you know, real food dog food that they deliver. So here's so they're sending me a, a sample so we can try it out because I'm not going to do spots if if I don't think it's a good product or or I'm not going to endorse it if my dog doesn't like it. So they're sending me a sample of this Nom Nom fresh dog food for Jackson to eat. Well, it's perishable and it was supposed to originally no, it's called nom nom, NomNom, N O M N O M. NomNomNow.com I think is their website. NomNom nom, just a, it's a great name too. Anyway, so I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting. So the the food's supposed to be delivered yesterday. And now it's a day late, and now it's being delayed even further. And here's the thing. It, it's, it's perishable. I don't know that it's still good to give my dog anymore because it's now a day and a half late, and it's still not here. So I try calling FedEx. <laughs> Have you ever tried calling FedEx? You can't. There is no way to talk to a human being at FedEx. I believe humans don't exist. And and maybe they're out driving the trucks and maybe they'd be better served if it were not humans, because they obviously can't deliver a damn package in two days. So anyway, I need to see where the message really came from. Um, Well, no, that was a text. So um, it doesn't matter. I tried calling. I called twice. You get hung up in their voicemail thing. And you cannot get a human being on the line. And so, you know, my frustration is boiling over. But this is just, you know what, this is in the, um, you know, Winston's asking, do you know if they pack it in dry ice? Well, I've seen dry ice last for days in a good package. Well, I hope so. i, I It hasn't come yet, so I don't know. And it, yes, it, it, I'm sure it will be packed in a cooler with dry ice. But if the dry ice is not um, still smoking, I'm not giving Jackson that food. And this is the problem with, with um, FedEx. I've done that. I've done that before. And um, um, FedEx is the worst. And then we have the the, the U.S. Postal Service who... Is still under the control of uh, what's his name? Um, I just I just had it and I just drew a blank. It, it's better off not remembering. You know that guy? Why he's still there? I don't know. Yes, welcome to voicemail jail. Uh, Terry says, do they have online chats with real people at FedEx? No, it's a bot. And every time I do one of those chats, I say, can I speak with a human? At FedEx, you cannot get through to a human. Yes, David. Louis DeJoy. Louis DeJoy. Is thank you. Number one. DeJoyless. Louis DeJoyless.
4: Getting old sucks. Yes. Being old blows.
0: Yes, but it beats the, the alternative, I guess.
4: That's correct. And without any question you spoil, Jackson, <laughs> I've said many times <laughs> that he wants you to feed him like a baby bird. He does. He wants if you if to I could chew it, it and spit it in his mouth, he'd, he'd be very happy. Mouth. I know. And I think you might be happy, too.
0: No. I'm not going to chew his food, but I, I do sometimes spoon feed him because he needs to eat. My little boy needs to eat. Anyway, um, yeah, late stage capitalism, companies just don't care. That's very true. The late stage capitalism, that's an interesting take also. So while I'm talking about these commercials, let me do this. So, you know, I've been um, doing a, a trial therapy uh period with the with a therapist through betterhelp.com. In fact, I was um, approached to do commercials for BetterHelp, uh, bring them on as a sponsor, as I was in the midst of like a real um, spiral, like a depression spiral. And if you suffer from depression, you know what I'm talking about. Because sometimes, yeah, you get a little teary, but you get through it, you just power through and you survive. But then there are those times when something snaps and you can't pull out of it and that's why I call it the spiral the depression spiral and, and and anything you do just frustrates you more or gets you even you know more depressed and so while I was in the midst of one of these death spirals um I got the thing asking me if uh, I was interested in taking on better help as a as a sponsor and so they said well you know we'll give you we'll give you a, a, a trial. Um, therapy uh, period and you can try it out. Well, I got to tell you the process has been great and I'm someone who's been in and out of therapy for, for longer than I like to admit Um, I've been suffering from depression since adolescence. So I've had my share of therapists and I know good therapists from not so good therapists. I also know the hassle of trying to find a therapist locally you know who takes your insurance? Who who you can see? Who you can get in to see? And it's it it borders on the impossible. So it's nice with this with um BetterHelp. The way it works is you go to BetterHelp H E L P dot slash Nicole Sandler. That way they know I sent you. And if you decide to sign up, you'll get ten percent off your first month. So. There's that. Um, but it's also so well done. It, their website is very informative. You can just go and read and see how they operate. And it's all done online. Uh, you make your appointments. You schedule them online. You you speak with the therapist through the computer, either with a video chat or on the phone or on a, a you know, text chat, however, however you're most comfortable, whatever's more most convenient for you. So when you go there, you read about the program, how they work, and then they give you a short questionnaire to fill out. And so you, uh, you fill it out and they match you with a therapist, with a licensed therapist. And for me, it was only a matter of a few hours when they sent me her information. And then I was able to log on and make an appointment. And if I didn't like her, I could just say, nope, I, I need a different therapist. And you can do that as often as you like at no extra charge. I liked her right off the bat. I think she's great. And so we had another session this morning. And, um, you know, it's nice because I'm trying this other thing that I told you about the other day. I'm trying um, separate and apart from this, the, the ketamine therapy. Uh, I only had one session, which I I didn't feel anything. But they, you know, they if they say you can do it in conjunction with a therapist and then you talk with them. They'll, they'll work with you on whatever program you're doing, whatever mode of therapy you're interested in. So, um, it's worth checking out. Look, so many of us suffer from depression. So, um, um, if you are, and you're looking for help, check out better help. Uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a good way to find balance. So visit better help dot com slash nicole sandler, and get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P dot com slash nicole sandler. Okay. Um, yeah. No. So I look over to the. Uh, okay. You. You. Uh, Bella. I'm looking at the chat room, and I, I should not do this. When. Uh, oh, I see. So Dewey in the chat room is saying, "I got to leave." because I'm buffering too much. Dewey, what you can do is still hang out in the chat room and you can listen to the audio only. You know, there are a number of ways to get the audio only. You can listen to pro- Progressive Voices at progressivevoices.com or you can go to my website, nicolesandler.com and click on the Listen Live page and there are a few audio players on there alongside of the video player. Or the easiest way, you can go to nicolesandlerstream.com and it'll just bring up the audio stream. And so lots of ways to listen. Uh, but I know I know how frustrating it is when, um, you know, technology doesn't work the way it's supposed to. You know, we are all, um, it's its like, uh, you know, men. You can't live with them, you can't live without them. <laughs> Same thing with computers and the internet these days. Do you remember the days before the internet? I don't know how we got by. Could you get by now without it? Uh, I probably, I probably couldn't. <laughs> Um, so there's other stuff. You know what? I was going to go. Maybe we'll save this for tomorrow. But we are in. Today is June 15th. Think about it. What happens every year at this time? I'm giving you a few seconds. Do I have the uh, here? Uh, what happens every year at the end of June, beginning of July? Hmm. Well... Giving you a moment. Okay. I, I won't I won't let it play out. But but it's the end of this term of the Supreme Court. And it's a double-edged sword. Because, you know, thank God they're not going to hear any more cases this year. Like enough. Damage is done. Except there are still twenty twenty or so Supreme Court cases that have not been that the decisions, the opinions have not been released yet. They gave one out today, and it was actually a good one, surprisingly good. In a big and unexpected win for Native American tribes, the Supreme Court this morning upheld the Indian Child Welfare Act. It's a nearly 40-year-old statute that focuses on preventing the separation of Native American children from their tribes and extended families. It was a 7-2 decision uh, written by Amy Amy Coney Barrett. And it rejected a challenge to the law from non-Native parents and the state of Texas who alleged that the statute discriminated against potential adoptive families based on race. Oh, please. Let me tell you something. There are plenty of children available for adoption. If you're willing to open your heart and your mind and your home and, and your heart, again, in your heart, um, to adopt a child, you don't have to go to an Indian tribe and and adopt one uh with whom you don't share culture. It, this is so so anyway, it was a seven-two decision. And come on, guess who were the two, who were the two justices who who um who didn't vote this way? Who were the two Supreme Court justices who um Who said, now let those white people take those Native American children of their own. Screw them, the the culture and their heritage and all that. Give the white people more rights. Do we know yet? Okay, I'm not going to make you wait till the end of the music, but it's the usual suspects. It's exactly what you thought. Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito. Unbelievable. Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito dissented with Alito writing that the ruling, quote, disserves the rights and interests of native children. Hey, Clarence, got a little song for you. I just need you to shut the fuck up because nobody asks you, bitch. I need you to shut the
2: fuck up bitch shut the 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 fuck up shut the fuck up bound, shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut the
0: fuck up yeah so anyway so tomorrow I will run down the lineup of the 20 or so cases that they have yet to rule on and 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 strap in because there's affirmative action and student loans, there's LGBTQ rights and freedom of speech, yeah, there's big big decisions, and this Supreme Court is not the one we want deciding these cases. It's like getting old, <laughs> it sucks, I was going to say, but getting old at least beats the alternative. I don't know if it can be worse than the Supreme Court. Anyway. Anyway, it is Thursday, so Howie Klein is coming along. Whose turn is it to mix up the Dirty Debbies today? I I need an extra shot of painkillers please are you a
2: multinational corporation hungry for a treat well come on down to schmucky chuckies you will personally be seated by chuck schumer himself so many dishes and they're all fresh you're gonna love our blue dog special the dino burger because we say so a good hamburger and french fries and every burger comes with a side order of grits i love grits i love anything with corn It's corn. All for only $50,000. Wash it all down with a dirty Debbie. Nine-tenths water, one-tenth oranges. After a week or two, you drink this, it's 200 calories, and it's acetic. And wipe your mouth with a tissue print of Glass-Steagall. For dessert, try our DNC tarts. Little cookies. Tell the quality of that. Most restaurants give you a mint. But at Schmucky Chuckies, you get complimentary sweet and low. Who picks up the tab for all this? Find out now with Howie Klein of DownWithTierney.com on the Nicole Sandler Show.
0: Yo, Howie Klein. Hi, Nicole. How are you? I am so good. Are you? I am. Good. Why? I, uh... I love hearing that. Oh, good.
1: Well, um, I, had, I had a really bad cold. It was the first um, cold that I've had since the pandemic. Mm. Terrible. I mean, I can't tell you how bad it was. I was because just blowing you've... my nose so much that I ordered eight more boxes of Kleenex. Oh,
0: my God. But you got it I mean, because just... now you're going out again because you're going out into yes. the world and you're being you're being exposed to germs. Yes,
1: exactly. Yep. And I'm also being less scrupulous about masks. I still wear them a lot, but not all the time. Right. So that's the reason. So I was, I started writing about that. And in the middle of writing about it, I also, and, and the post I think is coming out either tonight or tomorrow night, I think it's tomorrow night. In the middle of writing about it, I also was making dinner. Mm-hmm. So I, I made some minestrone soup. And I started remembering all of the stuff about how to like make something like really healthy. Uh, and part of the, part of the uh, post that I'm putting up is, is the recipe, by the way, you should oh, know, good. Use the recipe.
0: I will. I do my I...
1: own as I, but as I was doing this one, I was writing it down. Good. Anyway, I ate the soup and within, I don't know, maybe two hours, three hours, completely better.
0: Really? It's like Jewish chicken soup, but it's, uh, it's,
1: it's yeah, but obviously with no chicken. Right. So I went, from um, I went from like just blowing my nose every two minutes to not another tissue used wow it was it was it was great and and all and other thing, other factors that i talked about as well uh like using um what is it called uh nutritional yeast instead i don't use cheese right and i can use nutritional yeast yep. to sprinkle on, on the soup and that i think was very very good for the health uh, it's got a lot of health aspects and i think that helped as well yep. anyway that's why i feel good plus this morning i made a um a a, a banana bread so not not a banana cake but a banana bread and and i just tasted it like 10 minutes ago it Uh was so good
0: oh i can't
1: believe how good it was
0: i want some i want some
1: i wish i could give you a whole loaf (laughs) it was like so perfect you know the the bananas were really like turning black the 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 skin of the bananas so i had to do something with it today there was not going to be another day But that's the moment that 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 moment that it's right before it's like too bad to use. That's the best moment to use it. Right. Because that's when you get all the sweetness. You don't have to use any sugar because the bananas are so sweet at that point. That's right. And the banana bread just turned out banana walnut bread. It turned out completely perfect, like really, really light and fluffy and delicious as can be.
0: You know what else you can do with bananas at that stage? Cut them up and freeze them and then you make them into nice cream. You make yes. frozen bananas into the best non-dairy uh, ice cream substitute and it's so good. And you can you can mix in other fruits or you know co- co- cocoa powder or whatever you want to put in it. But oh my god, nice cream. It's so yes, good. I
1: do those too. I never called it nice cream, but yes, I, I do I do the same thing.
0: Yeah, good shit. Um I I got I'm looking at something that I'm that is it's making my mouth water in a figurative way. Um, it's a photograph from this past Saturday at the gorge in Washington state. Oh, who was playing Joni Mitchell for three hours. It was, it was a, uh, uh, what did they call it? They called it. um uh, uh, That's not it. They called it like the night in the Canyon or something. And it was Brandy Carlisle and Joni Mitchell and a lot of friends, a lot of the people who were at the the uh, Gershwin Awards thing, um, the Joni Jam, as the evening was billed, was organized by Brandy Carlisle, um, and and it included with just like a, a cast of millions. And she played for three hours.
1: Wow! So so when she, you say she played for three hours, what what does that actually entail? Was was, was um, Carlisle doing a lot of the? singing Um was joni doing everything
0: i well brandy carlisle was on stage the whole time i mean i obviously wasn't there but here's here's a photograph for instance and i know you're not seeing it because you're on the phone no, but i did it's
1: the one of her sitting on the couch
0: well she's got a chair it's like a white almost like a throne chair and in this I, picture she's surrounded by i see on the right brandy carlisle annie lennox Lou harris the two ladies from Lucius, um, but there were, there were other people there too. Um, they're showing pic- this NPR, uh, NPR.org has a whole photo gallery of, of photographs from that night. So it looks like she sat in the chair the whole night and, and people came and joined her, sat around her. But this, Brandi Carlisle did a few nights there. So she did one with, I, I'm not remembering, with other artists too, but this night was Joni. And it was wow. it was three hours of Joan. In fact, let me see if I can find it, because I did see the set list. Um, and let me see if I can if I can, while we're talking, pull it up and tell because the set list was astounding. Hold, hold on, because I know I know you'll appreciate this. Here you go. Joan echoes through the canyon. That's what they called it. So it was this Saturday. The show went from 915 to midnight. OK, here's here's the set, the set list. Big Yellow Taxi, Night Ride Home, Raised on Robbery, Coming from the Cold with Taylor Goldsmith. I don't know who that is. Amelia with Blake Mills playing Joni's guitar. Carrie, Sex Kills, Summertime, Ladies of the Canyon with Annie Lennox, Where There's a Will, There's a Way, Love Potion number nine, A Case of You with Marcus Mumford, Uh, A Strange Boy with Wendy and Lisa. I told you there were all kinds of guests. Um, Cactus Tree with Lucius, California with Marcus Mumford, Blue with Sarah McLachlan, um, Why Do Fools Fall in Love, Shine with Brandy Carlisle, Both Sides Now, Woodstock, The Circle Game, and then the encore was Just Like This Train, If, and Young at Heart with Alison Russell on clarinet.
1: Wow, Joni got to play all her favorite songs.
0: Yeah. And, and and the band they've got the whole band listed here um but yeah and and guests galore and and I I saw some people who I know um uh who were on Facebook like uh, I don't know if you know Kathy Faulkner big rock jock from Seattle she was there and her post on on Facebook was ama- just like I still have goosebumps <laughs> you know
1: I- Are there tapes around? Are there any um, or or any music online available?
0: There's, there are some on YouTube. I honestly haven't really had time to check it out, but there are there are tracks on YouTube, and I hear that there may be an album in the works. Wow! Yeah,
1: pretty cool, huh? Hear some of those uh, cover songs that you did.
0: Yeah, me too. I interesting covers, like um um, Love Potion Number Nine. (laughs) Okay, and uh, yeah, Young at Heart. Okay, that works. Why do fools fall in love?
1: Yeah, I could see, like, you know, Joni loves that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, there you go. And Summertime, which, of course, she did at that Gershwin thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, now we can talk politics, now that we got the music (laughs) chatter out of the way. So, um, Howie Klein, uh, uh, there were 20 Republicans who voted with the Democrats in the House to keep Kevin McCarthy from um, from uh, cutting off Adam Schiff at the knees or something, huh?
1: Yeah, well, it was uh, Anna Paul- Paulina Luna. Oh God, uh, who did this? I mean, she's just crazy. I'm sure that um, that even even though uh, you know even though he said he was for it, McCarthy probably wished it had never happened, but you know had to go along with it, and and you know. A, a lot. If, if you look at the list, some of his top lieutenants, some of McCarthy's top lieutenants, were on that list. Most of the people on the list, most of the twenty, are are Republicans in in um, swing districts, and they knew that it would be held against them by voters if they voted for something so stupid. So they they did just, they said they wouldn't do it, and they didn't. But but some of them, like Tom Cole, for example, he's a, a top um, a top McCarthy lieutenant, and he would never have voted. Uh, against it, if McCarthy uh, w- was really against it, uh, you know I just you know McCarthy has to put up with these crazy people like like uh, Luna because he's he's very, very weak he's he is the weakest speaker that I, in my lifetime, and I've been around a long time and uh, you know, he, he just he has no control over the Republicans in the House. He has no control over the House right now. There's no one in control of the House. It's just a complete mess. And this was just another example of, of what a mess it is.
0: It is a mess, isn't it? I mean, they had another hearing today and I've only seen clips of, uh, you know, on on, uh, on online. But I, I see AOC giving a lot of shit to the idiots who don't know what the hell they're doing. It really is the, the like, stupid season and over there.
1: Yes, it is. what was, what was the hearing today? I, I, I was I've been writing all morning, so I um,
0: missed everything. Let me hold on. I'll tell you exactly in one second because I, I don't even, I didn't even pull any clips um, because it was just it was frustrating. Um, uh, let's see. it was. Let me find AOC. Oh no, there was all this other stuff popping up here. And of course now I, when I'm looking for it, I can't find it. Um, uh, there was a hearing. Oh, about oh, regular. One was about the st- the stoves, the gas stoves. <laughs> you know, well,
1: they, they still. Talk, i talking about that. They passed it yesterday. <laughs> maybe, maybe
0: that's from yesterday. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. But uh, I've I've seen a number of clips of of AOC posted online today. Uh, um, of her just handing these people their. Heads, just they're saying stupid probably things. Probably yesterday.
1: I don't think they're in session. Today. You know uh, what?
0: It might have been yesterday. These all might have been from yesterday. That's very possible.
1: I mean, you brought up the twenty Republicans who voted. Right. Uh, Democrats, but yesterday there were some. Not many, but there were some Democrats who were voting with the Republicans. The one mostly doing it was, um, and I hope I never had him on your show, Jared Golden, uh, that awful Jared Golden. <laughs> and from I remember,
0: me. I remember when Blue America endorsed him, and he sounded great. I mean, he said, he said he, he lied. He just did. He lie or did he get in he, and say
1: doubt? No, he he really was good. I mean, this uh, this guy had a great record. It wasn't. It, we, I wasn't just going by what he was telling me. He he, had a, he was the uh, the majority whip of, of the state house, and he was great in the state house. He was writing, for example, he wrote the uh, the bill to raise the minimum wage. He did a lot of good things. When he got to Congress, he went right to the progressive caucus immediately. Wow. Well,
0: yeah. Okay. He, went, so- he
1: only went to one meeting. And for some reason, I don't know if he fell in his head or what happened, he then joined the Blue Dogs and just completely changed and turned into, you know, I don't know, I don't want to say the worst because there were so many other bad ones, but one of the worst Democrats in Congress. He's just awful now. And he voted with the Republicans um, a couple of times yesterday. Wow. And, and, and one time he was the only Democrat voting. Well, I think that was on the Rains bill. That's the bill, um, you know, to to kill um, uh, the kinds of um, <laughs> the
0: gas stoves. No, no,
1: that oh. wasn't the gas stove oh. one. This is, this is this is he did vote for that. I'm sure. No, this was. Um, uh, it's to kill regulations that protect consumers and protect workers. Oh yes, just, okay. Republicans hate regulations. They ha- and there's there's uh, Jared Golden voting with them.
0: Okay, well that's I found I found the clip that I heard from Mayo. I got to play this for you because it's it's perfect because she's great, and basically she's saying Republican men, maybe you would understand this shit if you knew anything about the female body. Listen to this. Hearing
4: a mockery of. Cheese, right? You have Republicans saying, oh, look at, look at how tightly regulated our, our government is. We even
0: regulate cheese. Well, pregnant women cannot eat all forms of dairy because this is a bacterial,
4: this is a, a food that contains bacterial growths and it
0: poses risks. But perhaps if the other side of the aisle had more fluency and had more uh, knowledge of a woman's body. Perhaps they would suffer less in this policy making. <laughs> so he, she's she's just very good.
1: She is. I, I I love her. She's still very young. We have a long way to go with her.
0: Yes. Oh yes. And and, and she doesn't lose her composure. she's just she's very steady. And even as these people say ridiculous things. Um, she, she is just even keeled. Thank God. Yeah. No kidding. As, as, as opposed to this, so this is on the other side of the aisle. No, with Ms. Respect. Katzen,
4: when discussing regulations made by the Biden administration in your testimony, you also state, uh, are these regulations determined, uh, detrimental to our well-being? Hardly. Are they trying, uh, tying us up in red tape? Certainly not. Well, going back to Wotus and the Sackett family, who the, this Clean Water Act decision impacted, the family was threatened with fines oh, of no. $10,000 per day, had their proper Misclassified as a wetland and were prevented from building their family home. It may not be a $2.5 million home like yours, uh, but that sounds like a lot of red tape to me. Excuse me. me. Do, do you I, I really take that as a personal do, do you assumption. Do you
0: disagree? My home. Do you disagree that this was an overreach? I, I disagree that you're casting aspersions on Chairman me Aiel. or my. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Oh my God! Let um, me guess.
1: That was uh, Marjorie Trader Green.
0: Close. It was her. It was her. Uh, her her fraternal twin. It was Not Lauren. Warren. That was Lauren Boebert. Wow. Wait. It continues. I don't know if she was reprimanded. Can we just for ask
4: all of our Here. good members to uh, respect uh, the civility and decorum and the uh integrity of the witnesses who've come forward at their own expense to Thank testify you, jamie raskin. uh before us today and in an insult is not a substitute for an argument uh, to- <laughs> the chair would advise the members to
0: adhere to the house standard
4: of decorum and proceed in order
0: uh, <laughs> oh you, you know hand it to jamie raskin he's just he's just great
1: he's so dry also <laughs> he goes after them
0: that's right so
1: that you know, I, I think for a moron like uh, Lauren Boebert, she might have like been asking her, the people around her, did he just say something bad about me?
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. Because she doesn't know because and it, I mean, even reading what she ostensibly wrote, you know, she, the decision. Oh, the de- de- she she she's, she's like Trump. She couldn't read what the writing was and she got the words wrong. She didn't even know what the hell she was saying there.
1: That would describe her pretty well. And uh Marjorie trader Green describes oh, her as well.
0: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. These I I, I don't know how we, you know, we get through these uh, next couple of years. And and it's really sad. Um I think it was last week we were talking about if the you know, if none of the, the right wing machinations if none of their dirty tricks and stupid you know attempts to you know keep people from voting or not not only attempts their success in keeping uh, legitimate voters from voting um the democrats would have easily won oh and and the supreme court decision that they handed down the other day about the gerrymandering in where was it was it tennessee Louisiana, Alabama. Alabama, knew it was one of those states, and that that if those if that decision had come down before and they were able to put the the districts back the way they should have been, the way this court even decided they should, then the Democrats would have had control of the House, too.
1: Well, maybe uh, the thing is, I mean, in terms of Alabama, that's just one seat. However, people are saying, well, because they made that decision for Alabama, it's going to impact. Uh, Louisiana, one more seat, Right. Uh, South Carolina, one more seat, Georgia, maybe another seat. So uh, so, yeah, so the, the, it would have helped the Democrats uh, immensely.
0: Yeah, but uh, it bodes well for 2024, I guess. I don't know about. Oh, you. I,
1: I'm sorry. One other one that slipped my mind, Mississippi, another Ooh. another possibility. It, it's not a sure thing. But it's a, it's a possibility that Mississippi might wind up with another Democratic seat, too. But I wouldn't bet on it. But it's right. possible.
0: Right. Hey, did you, Howie, did you hear there was other, you know, good news today? Um, job numbers, again, are up and inflation is falling and the Fed paused interest rate hikes. That Not that they're done with them yet. But, you know, by well, all.
1: Done with them. They, they, you know, no one knows, right. I mean, including them.
0: That's right. But you know, by all counts, the economy is doing well. The job numbers, the unemployment numbers are the lowest they've been in, in our lifetimes, I think. And, and yet, you know, on the right, they're still screaming, oh, the, uh, the economy sucks. And the news media is repeating that. Um, I, I, it's just, I feel like everything is working against getting these crooks out of power. I, 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 it's, it's just frustrating
1: you are very sensitive to their point of view you hear it you you know so other people might not see it and might not hear it and you know that that fight has to be made by the democrats that 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 things are doing well but a lot of it isn't going to be this kind of paper stuff people will judge by you know what 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 eggs cost are are they what is gasoline cost? is it more or less than 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 it used to be and they'll make up their own minds
0: that's true that's true. Um, did you watch any of the, uh, the circus on Tuesday?
1: Circus was
0: that the one down here in South Florida, the Trump uh, arrest, or, or such as it was. <laughs> no, I mean, I, so I
1: missed it all. So. There
0: was nothing to see because there are no cameras allowed in the courtrooms or anything. And and the you know, the, the the massive violent crowds didn't really materialize. There were maybe a couple hundred people out there at the height. Um, but the funniest thing is uh, not funny, haha, funny, typical Trump shit funny. So after he leaves the courthouse. You know, they're in Miami. His motor goes to, goes to Versailles. How did you guess? He goes to Versailles, <laughs> well, of course, uh, and th- where there's a rabbi and other religious <laughs> leaders who pray over him and put their hands on him. But a rabbi? Seriously? <laughs> and they're doing their thing. And after they finished Trump and he's surrounded by people and they're singing happy birthday because today's or yesterday was his birthday. Um <laughs> um and then trump says this food
3: for everyone
0: well what do you think happened next he said food
1: for everyone you notice there's a lot of cheering right yes. people actually thought they're gonna get a little sandwich or something yep. at least yep. something
0: nothing nothing They got Not, nothing they got nothing because he food lies. for
1: everyone that means like what that you're gonna pay for food for everybody yes i would think
0: right Me too. That's to me. That's when you say food for everyone. It's like bartender around on me, me. right? That means everybody gets a drink food for everyone means he's picking up the tab for everybody who's eating there at the moment. Not one person made a
1: deal with the management to give everybody free food. But in some, some way he's saying he's going to be responsible for giving everybody something to eat, Right, which he didn't do.
0: This is (laughs) the perfect, that that is the perfect (laughs) metaphor for Donald Trump. That's what he does. I'm so big. I'm so great. I'm going to feed you all. Only I can fix it. And then he leaves out a side door and nobody gets jack shit. (laughs) Yes. Right. I I heard that. And then I saw the story this morning and I wondered about it. What, right when he, after he did it, I'm like, I promise you nobody got food. And sure enough, today there's the story. Nobody got food. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, Howie Klein at at DownWithTyranny.com, you ask, are there any decent Republicans who could jump into the presidential race? Well, today, the mayor of Miami did. And now you're supposed to say, who? And I say, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, you should know because you live down there. But um, you know who Carlos uh, Jimenez is?
0: Carlos Jimenez. Yes. He's a crook. He was the, it was, Oh, that was David Rivera. No, uh, Carlos Jimenez.
1: He's he's a Congressman from Miami.
0: Okay. Gotcha.
1: He said that uh, Suarez is is a phony and uh, he's not going to win anything. And he just had, you know, just put him down in a big way.
0: Okay. Well, you know, welcome to South Florida. Florida politics are the craziest in the world and Miami politics. And and look, I don't know the cast of characters Miami is another country. I I could be in Miami in about 20 minutes if I just go drive down I-75, but it's, it's a, it's another country. Seriously. I, I, I don't speak the language. I actually tried calling Versailles today to ask i wanted to ask if if whoever answered the phone was there the other day when trump came in and the woman who answered did not speak english and and i asked her i said is there anyone no say is there anyone else there i can talk to no say which means i, I don't know yeah okay thank you um yeah miami miami's very different than it was when we when we used to vacation down here from new york <laughs> um it's a it's a different place
1: right and and I mean I, that's what I keep hearing is that is Spanish is the first language now
0: it is oh it is uh, uh, yeah um and it, it, you know i I get it, but you would think that they'd speak both languages, but they don't a lot of people do
1: i'm I'm sure a lot of people do
0: yeah, but you know what younger people do older people who've been here, mostly the Cuban um exiles who came over you know, in the early days after after uh, Castro came to power or as he was coming to power, those people never learned the language. Their kids did, but the older uh, Cubans, now Cuban-Americans, did not. Um, and I just, I don't know, if I moved to a country where the primary language was Spanish, I'd learn Spanish. But yeah, yeah. Miami's a different world.
1: Remember, a lot of the ones who came over, were fascists and they w- weren't particularly eager to come to the United States anyway at, at first. Uh, and that changed, but at first, and they, they, their thing was let's co- go there until we can take, take back Cuba. They had every intention of taking back. I mean, and there are still some that have every intention of taking back Cuba. And I think, you know, better have, let, let them go. And we'll, let's, and so we can take back Florida. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. No kidding. Oh, by the way, I didn't know this. Spocko is in the chat room and he just wrote City of Albuquerque refers two hundred and eleven thousand dollar Trump campaign bill to a collection agency.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. That's, and that's an old, old bill.
0: That is. Um, it, it says for twenty three, twenty one. I don't know if that's the day they referred it. It must be because it was after the election. So um, I know there are still cities all over the country. That he owes money to. I think El Paso is one as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's why he couldn't find a Florida lawyer. I'm guessing one of the reasons. That he wants someone who. No, that, I mean that isn't actually it because is-
1: now everyone in the legal profession has the same, uh, you know, the same idea about him. You want to have a higher rush? You pay in advance. Right. And he does pay in advance now. Does no it? Tries- oh, interesting. See? The guy who's doing it now, he gave him three million dollars in advance. <gasps>
0: Because that's the only way he would do it. Um, David, yes. Hi, Howie. How you
4: doing? Hey, David. Glad How to you? hear about the banana bread. I'd love to try some. Anyway, <laughs> quick story that, that backs up what you just said about the uh, the immigration to Miami. My father, in the early 60s, bought a house in Miami that he rented out. And he rented it to a man by the name of Mr. Payas. To make a long story short, because Nicole's giving me the sign here, um, he went to Mr. Payas about oh, maybe seven or eight years later and said, listen, I'm thinking of selling this house. And before I do, I want to offer it to you. Mr. Payas said, no, I'm going to go back to Cuba and kill Castro. I left home (laughs) several years later, went to college, came home. My father told me he still owned the house. He had just been the previous week to visit with Mr. Payas because he hadn't sold it. He offered to sell him the house again. Mr. Payas said, no, I'm going to go to Cuba and kill Castro. (laughs) I guarantee you, Mr. Payas died in that house, and Castro could not have been healthier.
0: There you go. Uh, d- the moral of the story is, um, there you go, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, with that, um I, I we're out of time, and i'm, I'm I, I, I think I, I cracked another rib. I, I think oh, my
1: oh, oh my god that's so painful
0: yes it really is and I didn't do anything that should have cracked a rib I reached too far for something what it's telling me is I need to go on one of those goddamn drugs to strengthen bones because I'm an old lady now and my bones are brittle and I'm almost in in osteoporosis land and so mm. I need to start taking those drugs otherwise I'm gonna fall and break a hip and I hope I don't, I'm knocking on wood. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it isn't, isn't getting old fun. Yeah.
1: You don't want to get me started on that
0: one. I know. I know. Look, <laughs> we, uh, one day I did a show with, um, a couple of friends of mine who are all, you know, around the same age. And we, we were talking about all of our, all of our maladies. I'm like, it's the Malady show, <laughs> the Malady show. <laughs> Wait, old ladies sitting around bitching about their health. Lovely. Um, anyway, yeah, so it hurts. So I'm going to go take uh, more drugs and um, stop talking <laughs> and, and stop laughing because that hurts. Right. Yeah. So Howie Klein, I will, I'll talk to you next week. Okay, thanks. Uh, all right, thank you. Bye. Tomorrow we're going to learn how to survive history. Seriously, that's the name of the book, How to Survive History. And I'll tell you right now, we could use some help along those areas. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll learn a thing or two. And I'll fill you in on all the Supreme Court stuff, okay? All right. Thanks, everybody. I know those drugs are no picnic. That's why I've been trying to put it off, but I think I can't any longer. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Eh, or not. All right. Bye.